this is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Today, I am going to talk about how to run an ineffective meeting. And I bet this will not be the first one of these episodes because I'm sure that I, like you, will again witness ineffective meetings. Let me give you the background. I was presenting at a monthly meeting of this organization. And at this monthly meeting, they had representatives from other branches and other offices. So right there, let me say, that's actually a great opportunity. So there are people who don't know each other or they don't know each other well. And there may be these different pods or groups from these different branches that might have their own little culture. And then there's this opportunity to bring them into the organization as a whole in this monthly meeting. That's what I was thinking when I was the presenter at this meeting. Well, it didn't go that way. Instead, the person running the meeting really did not seem to have a handle on who she had in the room or that even there was a need or a desire to bring everyone together. Now, she did have everyone go around the room and introduce themselves and say what branch they were from, but that was the extent of it. Then I did my presentation, and then after that, the rest of the meeting at which I was present was for people to share any needs that they had or leads for new clients that they had which that, that is a great, uh, that's great fodder for a meeting. So that part was good. The problem was she said, okay, anybody have any needs or leads? And nobody raised their hand. There's that uncomfortable silence. And then finally someone did. Great. And then after that, anyone else? And nobody answered. Nobody raised their hand. And her response was, oh, so everybody has as many clients as they need, huh? In that condescending tone of voice. And I couldn't help but think, oh, she's doing that mother thing, (laughs) you know, You know that tone of voice that that your mother or other mothers you've seen might do. Like, oh, so you have everything you need. You know, that that, uh, sarcastic tone. And I thought, wow, that's, that's not effective, honestly. And you could see, or I could see, people kind of give each other looks, roll their eyes, of which she was completely unaware. So then a couple more people spoke up with whatever needs or leads they had. And 
because not everyone was engaged, there were a few side conversations. And the leader, the meeting leader's response was, shh, hush. Or, is there something you'd like to share with the whole group? Again, that that sarcastic mother or awful teacher from from grade school kind of attitude. What was interesting about that, well, there were many things interesting about that, was because one of those conversations was taking place near me. I could hear what they were talking about, and it was actually business-related. It was actually somebody helping somebody else because of a question or a comment they made. It was absolutely on topic and on task. But because the, the team leader wasn't in touch with that, it, what she said and how she said it shut down that possibility for bringing that to the larger group and getting feedback. She also didn't seem to notice or care that not everybody was engaged. You know, she didn't see the looks. She, she did hear some of those side conversations and, of course, shut those down as quickly as she could, but didn't make an effort to engage people who weren't being active and interactive. There was no communication or there was no group communication, let's say, and there was little connection and interaction. So let me recap the, the ways to run an ineffective meeting. One, act like a parent. Two, tell people to hush. Three, make sarcastic, condescending comments. Four, not notice that people in the meeting are not engaged, not paying attention, and don't care. And five, not making an effort to bring everyone into the fold, so to speak. So what could she have done differently? Well, instead of just this whole raise your hand if you have a need or a lead, she should have gone around to everyone and just, they could just make a quick statement or soundbite. You know, on the spot, they, they may not be able to come up with the need or the lead because you know what happens when you're put on the spot. Every smart thought goes out of your head sometimes. But if she established that going around the table, going around the room, then people would be expecting that. And even if someone said, nah, I don't have anything, instead of making the sarcastic, oh, so you have as many clients as you need, there could be, is there any way we can help you? Is there a resource you need? Is there someone I can put you in touch with? Or what's the biggest contract you're working on right now? Because I bet if people started to talk about that, out of that, would come a need or a lead or a resource for somebody else. So that's the first thing and the biggest thing, in my opinion, that she should have done because 
going around the room and giving everyone a chance to speak, not just the brave ones who do have the pressing need or lead or don't mind speaking out in front of a room of 25 people, is that it gives everyone a chance to be heard and to voice what's going on with them. So it meets that need of everyone wanting to be seen, heard, and acknowledged. It also allows for more problem solving and idea generation because who knows what will come out. Like my example of, well, what's the biggest contract that you're working on right now? And if the person started to say what that was, other people could get ideas. And then the brainstorming and the idea generating happens very organically. It also allows people to start to gel as a group because there's this feeling of we're all in this together. And that was the biggest problem as a result of this ineffective meeting was that what should come out of every meeting should be the sense of we're all in this together as well as a clear direction of what to do next, of what comes next. And at this meeting, those two criteria were not met and honestly, she failed miserably. And I left thinking, she has been put in this management position, but probably has n- had no training or mentorship on what it means to be a manager or a leader. What does running an effective meeting look like? What's the outcome that you want? How much time is actually spent on planning and envisioning the outcome of every meeting, of every interaction, of every project? And that process is very important. What is the purpose? What's the goal? You start with the purpose and you work with the goal and you come out the other end with a plan. I hope this has been helpful. At the very least, you know what not to do. And I hope that the next time that you walk into a meeting, whether you are a participant or the leader of that meeting, that these things I've talked about today are little nuggets in your mind and that they help you run a much more effective and productive meeting. Until next time, may you thrive.